So far, this winter is in sixth place for Duluth's snowiest winter on record, with more snow predicted this coming week, and we always seem to get at least one snowfall in April. We had five full inches this past week, and some of the piles left by the snowplows along Peabody Street are still taller than me. Deer are struggling to find food and get around. Some owls are starving with too many of their rodents hidden beneath the still deep snow. On Friday, March 24th, I finally saw a ray of hope, a tiny patch of brown bare lawn in a sunny part of my front yard. And now, by afternoon on sunny days, meltwater is rushing in tiny streams along the edge of the street toward the storm sewers. My backyard is still under two feet of snow, except where Russ keeps a large swath shoveled for our little dog Pip. But since that's in the shade of the house, it's still covered with an inch or so of ice and crusty snow. I've seen some bald eagles and a sharp-shinned hawk flying over, and a merlin has settled back in the neighborhood. On and off all winter, three morning doves have been showing up, and on March 12th, I had an astonishing six in my platform feeder, the most I've ever seen in my yard at one time in the 42 years we've lived on Peabody Street. The doves have been quiet all winter, but this week I've heard their lovely calls every morning except during the snowstorm. All winter I've had a handful of juncos and goldfinches. Their groups are smaller now, and no new finches or sparrows have shown up yet. On sunny days, as the temperatures crawl into the 30s, my chickadees are starting to visit my feeders in pairs rather than feeding flocks. Two competing female downy woodpeckers have been displaying right outside my window, and the crows are getting noisy as nesting gears up. So some bird behaviors are promising, but it sure doesn't feel like spring yet. West Duluth along the river is always ahead of my neighborhood this time of year. So Sunday the 26th, my hunger for spring led me to the Western Waterfront Trail. The river is still ice-covered, with both cross-country skiers and snowmobilers out on it instead of a single duck or goose. The woods and marshy areas along the trail are also ice and snow-covered. On the trail, the snow-covered stretches weren't too bad, but where the snow melted and refroze into ice, walking was treacherous. Fortunately, my trusty walking stick kept me upright. Robins, red-winged blackbirds, and common grackles arrive near the river days before they get to Peabody Street, but there was no sign of them yet. The only migrants I saw were a couple of bald eagles and two trumpeter swans flying by. I wondered if they were as disappointed as I at the lack of open water. Thanks to the pandemic, I've spent the past three springs hunkered down on Peabody Street, limiting all my spring birding to my own neck of the woods. But this year I'll be doing some traveling, 
Thursday, I'm headed down to Urbana, Illinois for a reunion with my three closest friends from college. I'll be headed to Florida twice in April, and in May, I'll be in Ohio for a week, and then the Wisconsin Society for Ornithology's annual convention in Sheboygan. So I'll be missing much of spring unfolding in my own backyard. Even as I'll see lots of birds during my travels, I'll be missing my good old Peabody Street birds and am hoping against hope that my first robin turns up on Peabody Street this week before I leave. I'm Laura Erickson speaking for the birds. <laughs>